Hello everyone, it's Zach Perlstein, the Editor-in-Chief of the Boardwalk Times, and today on Boardwalk Times Multiverse of Marvel, we are going to be doing something different. Today we are going to be doing a deep dive into the Marvel Disney Parks universe, better known as the Marvel Theme Park universe. And joining me today for this deep dive is fellow Disney Parks lover and writer for the direct, Savannah Sanders. Hey Zach, it's great to be here. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to have you on, Savannah. And I think like before we get into this, we should explain what the Marvel theme park universe is. So do you have a great description for it? Because I kind of have an idea of what it is. But for everyone who's like listening right now who are like, oh, what is the Marvel theme park universe? How would you describe it? I would describe it as like a multiversal timeline, but where the uh, Thanos snap never happened. And so as new MCU projects come along, those characters are in this timeline, but we don't lose any of those characters. That's kind of my simplest uh, description, but it can be confusing for those who don't really know. I, I think that's a pretty good like summary of it because it's basically a, to me, I've always kind of considered it like this branch timeline where Absolutely. you basically, like what you just said, you basically get to keep everyone like no one has to die essentially because like you have tony stark who establishes the worldwide engineering brigade you have him teaming up with captain marvel like stuff that didn't happen in the mcu but still it's very mcu inspired totally agree totally agree and i really like that they went this route because we're able to get different types of uh like you said interactions different kind of stories we wouldn't normally get within the proper mcu you're you're right. Like I think Cosmic Rewind is a good example of a story 100%. that we wouldn't get inside the MCU because obviously just timing of it, but having the Guardians fight a celestial, that's pretty cool. You know, that was a kind of cool concept that they just ironic the timing on it because that was only a year after Eternals, too. So I, I really yeah. like how how they kind of intersect everything. So it has a really big future ahead because they're not locked into a timeline they they're basically creating their own timeline right yeah it's a really cool thing and you've been to avengers campus i have i've been twice w what's your take on avengers campus at uh, disney california adventure what what were your initial thoughts I'm a big fan of it. Um, I know amongst Disney fans, some seem to kind of love it or hate it at times. Yeah. Um, I I see some of those complaints and I, I get them, but I love just the overall atmosphere of the land. I love how much activity is going on all the time. Um, I like uh, that you can really, it's a, you can be a Marvel fan. It's like, it has something for every Marvel fan, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah, the first time I went was a couple weeks after it opened, and it was actually during Loki's run. Um, and so that was really cool to be there with all the different variants of Loki, and you kind of got to see what they really can do uh, with this land. And uh, so that was that was really cool. It kind of won me over right then and there. And then I was there, I think I was there last year for D23. I was able to go in for a couple hours and uh, do... Uh, guardians the uh, monsters after dark version which i hadn't oh. done before so um so yeah i'm a big fan of the land i'm excited to see where they take it i think they have ideas on the table and um so yeah i, I it's a little bare bones at times but the potential is there and the energy is there 
We're going to get into the future here in a bit, but I just want to ask you because I went to D23 last year. I didn't get to go into the parks during that trip, but you got to do the Guardians Monsters After Dark. What is that like in comparison to just the regular Mission Breakout? Because I've never been on the other version. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I had seen it online first and was like, I have to do this. My experience was a little different than what I saw online. Um, on YouTube and different videos, you see the cast members really get into the experience of like being chased by monsters or trying to chase down the monsters. The cast members when I was there weren't quite doing that, but it was closer to closing. So that's why I kind of give that a pass a little bit. So um, so I feel like I kind of got the experience about 100%. The ride experience though, very different. Uh, the song totally changes things. Um, the visuals are a little bit different as well. I still prefer the, I prefer the original, the standard version, but is I love that they tried to do an overlay for the holidays, offer something different. Um, and they really succeeded with it. So it's, it's fun. Definitely try to do it if you can. It's definitely on the bucket list to do. I just have to get out to, you know, Disneyland Resort more because like, that's just, you know, there's so much out there. And it's funny, I've done Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, but I have never done Tower of Terror. So it just shows you how much of a Marvel fan I am that I was willing to go on Mission Breakout, even though I've like never done Tower of Terror. That is impressive. Yeah, because they say, and I agree with this, I think Mission Breakout is more intense than Tower of Terror. Really? Okay, yes. so I'm going to have to do Tower of Terror now because I always, for some reason, I always thought the opposite. Because I always thought like, oh, well, the Guardians, it's like so like party and like, you know, fun and stuff. And that like Tower of Terror is like supposed to be like scary. So it's like. You no, know. you're right. The theming for Tower is definitely scarier. Like the atmosphere, the ambiance, definitely creepy. Guardians is more just fun. But the uh, Guardians drop sequences, like they added some things to it where it shakes a little bit more, a little bit more hang time, not quite as smooth. So um, people I've been on with say that Tower is uh, a little less thrilling in the drop department. So, um, but not so much in theming. The hang time, yeah, the hang time is absolutely crazy. And I think the other takeaway for me from Mission Breakout was just the Easter eggs that they were able to fit into the queue and just all around. I mean, I remember reading about there was an excess tech paper um, reference to like Alien Encounter and Stitch's Great Escape. Then there was like Figment, Cosmo, and this predates Volume 3 by a lot of years too. So it's like yes. really cool. No, agreed. That's like one of my favorite parts of the ride. I wish they could let you just stay in the lobby for a while to take everything in and uh, in the library room too with Rocket. I'm always, I want to watch the Rocket audio animatronic because it's so amazing, but in the cabinets and on the desks and on the bookshelves, there are so many Easter eggs. I doubt anyone has seen them all. Um, but I wish Mike, I wish I could just go in there with the camera and just document everything because uh, it's incredible. The, the layered detail that's in there one of the things i wanted to do with boardwalk times was everyone does these easter egg videos for like all the marvel films and i actually kind of wanted to do that for like disney parks rides but it's like the level of access you need to like pull that off it just isn't attainable yet but like stuff like mission breakout stuff like web slingers i was like 
oh, if you could, like what you just said, go in there with a camera and you're uninterrupted, essentially, you could probably make a video or find every single Easter egg with, with no one around you. And it would be great. I love that idea. I, I think that I would totally subscribe to that, watch that 24-7. But yeah, it is so hard to get access to. But I love the concept. I'm going to keep trying because that's one of those <laughs> things I've been like brewing up for years. I'm like, if I can finally find a way in, it would be great. But to transition to the other attraction within Avengers Campus, this one I feel like is more controversial in a way, or at least to me it was maybe at first when it opened just because it was like the only new attraction opening with the land, and that was Web Slingers. But it also has Tom Holland as Spider-Man, a lot of interaction, and also a really cool storyline that kind of really connects the Marvel theme park universe together. Yeah, agreed. Um, I I understand the controversy with this one because, uh, like you said, I love the story. Having Tom Holland for in so much of the the ride is amazing, um, and I think the tech that they developed for it is really cool. But something just kind of came up short with this one. It's um, it's very uh, very video game like, which is yeah. not a bad thing. But I don't know if the video game aspect quite pays off with the narrative as much. I thought there's some sort of disconnect there um, with that one. So I enjoy it, but it's not my favorite. I agree with you. And I also just, it was just really almost like a whiplash because you have Tom Holland in that queue as his Spider-Man, as Peter Parker. You have this great kind of narrative set up with, well, this is the Worldwide Engineering Brigade. This is Avengers Campus, Mr. Stark's off on business, all this stuff. And then like what you said, the graphics just don't align with the story, in my opinion. And I think it's because there's so many game elements that they couldn't do the realistic CGI. But my one thing was like, oh, if we could have just gotten some realistic, you know, like if we could have gotten the MCU version on yes. the screen, I think there wouldn't be as much of a disconnect there. I agree with that. Yeah, that would have I think that would have made all the difference. I really do. Needed I think they needed more time on that. Yeah, that's one where I think they could really update it in the future. And the one rumor I heard and this was around when No Way Home came out and I have no clue what happened to this, but it was just like kind of a small rumor, but I was hearing rumblings that they were going to do some kind of No Way Home update. And I don't know what that would have in entailed i don't know if it would have been just you know how they sell the um spider bots and they sell like the web slinger add-ons i don't know if it was gonna be just something like that or if it was gonna be something more but that was like one thing where i'm like oh that was kind of a missed opportunity that would have been kind of fun if they would have done some kind of update i agree yeah i think i remember some chatter about that but yeah i have no idea how legit that really was um yeah that really, though, would have elevated the ride, especially on No Way Home's success. Like, that would have been a huge crowd drawer if they were able to do that. Um, maybe they will in the future. There's a, a lot more opportunities for them to kind of draw on some Spider-Man references now. Um, but I hope they do. I hope they do. I think, yeah, I think they'll. I think Web Slingers is one of those attractions that will definitely be updated in the near future. And I don't know if you saw this or not, but did you see like a couple years ago, Disney filed a patent and essentially that patent 
gives the Imagineers the ride systems basically like they called it like you could swing with Tarzan, but everyone was yes. able to kind of yes, like this. everyone was able to kind of like <laughs> look through it and was like swing with Tarzan. You mean swing with Spider-Man? So like there's <laughs> a part of me that almost wondered if there was like back when they were like blue sky phase of Avengers mm-hmm. Campus, if there was plans to like make this like an insane like Soren type actual web slinging through new york or california or whatever because that's kind of like in my own head i feel like that's what kind of happened like that they yeah. had like a really big idea and then like it just kind of was like through the Failed process down. of budgets yeah like the value engineering of it they're like okay but maybe if we did this it would be easier or something but yeah no that's that patent has like stayed on my mind because i'm like that's kind of what i would love in a spider-man attraction especially because well we already have the simulation of shooting a web universal spider-man is a classic kind of like dark ride this would be like the full spider-man experience this would be like a full circle type moment that would be incredible yeah what you said too about like the visual swinging through new york fans would go crazy and if you could have both like swinging and being able to shoot webs, like, yeah, that that's the dream. I like that. I like that a lot. Maybe that uh, maybe they'll revisit that patent down the line. I'd love that. I hope so. And the New York Times, I remember when they wrote about Avengers Campus, or they might have written about it. Might have been in a different article, honestly. But I remember they said the original plans for Avengers Campus was going to be set in New York. That it was going to be still in California Adventure but like set in like a New York hub. And I'm like, man, I just wish someone would follow up up on that. I I just wish someone would follow up on that because it's like one of those things. I'm like, I want to know now. I just, you know, kind of want to break this open. I want to see what, what was the plan? What was the plan? Yeah. And that's true. We really haven't got, I feel like through the years after an attraction or land kind of debuts, you find out like early concept art and those early ideas that never made it. We really haven't, got much of that for Avengers Campus, uh, which is interesting. So um, yeah, I would like to know that too. Yeah, I'd like a Art of the Marvel Theme Park Universe book, just because they've done so much already that I would love to see the concepts of everything they've came up with from Paris to Hong Kong to Cosmic Rewind and everything else in between. I agree. That would be incredible. So when you were at Avengers Campus, did you get to eat at Pim Test Kitchen? I did. I did. Um, it was brief. It was uh, very crowded. Yes. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. So, yeah. And, uh, and I was on a time limit. So I like mm-hmm. got something quick, ate it quick and was out the door. So I didn't get to um, really immerse myself in it quite like I wanted. Um, however, I I really liked it. I love how unique the food is. I love the theming. Um, of the food, but also the theming of the restaurant itself. It's a really cool concept. I I loved it too. I just, I actually think my favorite part about that Pim Test Kitchen was that obviously it's based on the Ant-Man franchise and a lot of the references within that Pim Test Kitchen are related to A Bug's Life, which was the land that previously occupied Avengers Campus. I'm like, oh, this is such a cool little like, connection i was like this 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 was well done 
I agree. I agree. I remember thinking that when they first announced the land and these things, I'm like, okay, we went from a bug's life with ants to now an Ant-Man thing. And so I, that was really kind of meta and really cool, but they really leaned into it for, for fans who are paying attention. A hundred percent. And I think we have to look towards the future with Avengers Campus. And I would just love to know your thoughts on the future of Avengers Campus in general. Obviously, we know the Avengers Multiverse attraction will come eventually. Don't know. Hopefully, we get an update on that in September because I really want them to actually kind of confirm it and get to work yes. on it. But what was your thoughts on that Avengers Multiverse attraction announcement? Because you were at D23 also. Yes. Yeah, I was uh, totally surprised because I think everyone was still counting on the um, original concept for the ride. We were able to go to Wakanda. There was some yeah. art that was released with that. So um, I was expecting more on that idea to have a completely different idea. I, yeah, I was definitely uh, surprised by that, but I like it. I like that um, as the MCU kind of continues to dive into the multiverse, this ride's going to reflect that and it will allow for more characters. And as that awesome poster they release shows, there's like everybody's in there. Um, so I love that. I love that. Uh, the tech they're going to use, the ride vehicle, um, I have a lot of questions because it looks like they went back to the drawing board and restarted with this ride. So um, I'm really curious about that. I hope they're not scaling back their idea regarding technology and the riding yeah. experience. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, the first one sounds like a major thrill ride, like an e-ticket. I 100%. hope it's still an e-ticket, but everything's very vague right now, except for the fact there'll be so many characters. So I'm I'm excited to hear more about this. I think this attraction has a good shot at like breaking the most like characters ever featured in a Disney parks attraction that are like actual, like legit characters. Like yes. I, I have, I, I have no doubt they will have almost everyone that they could possibly show up in this. If they don't, it will be almost like a disappointment in a way. Yeah, true. But I agree with you about the scaled back plans because I know the Quinjet was getting very hyped Everyone mm -hmm. was like, it's going to be similar to Flight of Passage or even better. Like it was going to be something or Kuka, Kuka Arms, maybe. Right. Yes. I think yes. that might have been it, not Flight of Passage. Um, but I wonder what this new ride system is because in the poster, and obviously we can't really go off the poster, but in the poster, it looks very dark ride. It looks like mm -hmm. almost like the Rise of the Resistance vehicle, like just kind of like that, like long kind of squatty vehicle so i'm 100%, kind, of, yeah. kind of curious if they're going to just do more of a screen-based attraction but like just so they can fit everyone in but then you're just kind of on your own like kind of adventure yeah that's that's kind of my thought too because that's what it does look like which again like you said it's hard to tell from um a poster um and, and if it's if that is the ride vehicle and we kind of go rise of the resistance route, I have no mm, complaints yeah. with that. But uh, but yeah, just what we've been given right now, I feel like it could be the most amazing thing ever or more watered down version. So I think a Marvel version of Rise of the Resistance could be 
insanity, especially now that they know what didn't work with Rise. I think yes, good point. Yeah. Could really work. I mean, I think they could because they now know what things caused Rise to shut down. They know what elements just couldn't, you know, what was too much. I really think that could be a concept to explore if they obviously put the time and money into it. Right. And I do feel like Rise really paid off. I know what a financial investment that was, but I mean, it arises like a have to on a Disney World vacation now. Yes. I don't know of anyone who gets off that ride and it doesn't exceed their expectations. So what better other brand could Disney use for something like that than Marvel? And I think that's where Avengers Campus does need that Avengers attraction. You know, it's just kind of missing that Avengers, uh, that Avengers experience because, you know, it would tie the entire land together and when they announced this what character on the poster like totally like threw you off like whoa i can't believe they made it onto the poster let's see at the time i think she hulk surprised me because that was like yeah. see was she hulk is that going on during d23 was that Aaron? i think so i think it might have just started was. though yeah yeah i think you're right but yeah, the fact that like, a current character for a show that we hadn't seen every, like it hadn't been completed yet, uh, was already on the poster, that kind of intrigued me quite a bit. Um, let's see, trying to remember the poster exactly. I was yeah. happy, I think Miss Marvel is on there, which I'm a big Miss Marvel fan, so I was happy to see her. Um, of course, more Spider-Man, um, which I'm always happy with more Spider-Man, but having Spider-Man in two attractions, I thought was really cool. And with the being multiverse, already at that time with no way home i'm like okay are we gonna get all the spider-men like you know could they do toby and andrew now could they do miles i mean there's a lot there so i think yeah spider-man she hulk and miss marvel surprised me the most all good choices and i even wrote i did an article a while back where i'm like oh these are my dream list of characters i want in this attraction and toby and andrew were on it because i'm like hey have to and then even after when i saw across the spider-verse i was like I think it's time, you know, I think, you know, Miles, Gwen and Peter B. Parker showing up. It's to me, I'm like, that's not, you know, if they can get a deal, get the deal done. Because, I mean, it shows like there's going to be animated characters within this, at least from the poster. Right. No, I agree. And there's already references to Miles and Gwen in Avengers Campus. So it that, would it works. That's it works. true. It does work. And honestly, at Walt Disney World, even, I don't think many people realize this but there's actually a good amount of like marvel merch starting to like pop up like within disney springs and epcot and i just remember i was like in epcot one day and like there was like a spider gwen and miles i think it was like an ornament or something and i was like you just kind of forget because of like the film rights and stuff that like oh well disney still technically has these characters like they still have like the they they can still use them in certain ways. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, when I was just at uh, Disney World about a week ago, there was quite a bit of Spider-Verse merch. Ooh, okay. And I was really surprised by yeah. that. I thought, you know, maybe a maybe a pin, maybe a t-shirt, but um not as much as you as there was for Guardians Volume Three. There was still yeah. a pretty good amount. Multiple, multiple shirts, quite a few play sets. A couple action figures, I believe, but it was more than I was expecting. Did they ever bring out the Quantumania 
gear because I remember going around the time Quantum Mania came out and they had like nothing. And I was like, this is bizarre. I was yeah, like, I don't this think is they weird. did. Yeah, it was so weird because usually there's always a pin to commemorate these films. Like they always like yes. something. And I remember asking a cast member, we were like, oh, we really don't know. And I'm like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, now that you mention it, it didn't occur to me until now. But yeah, there was I never saw anything in the parks or online of merch in the parks for Quantumania. That's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, there's only been a few like Marvel films and shows that didn't get like any parks merch. Like She-Hulk now has like I think the law firm has a mug, but like She-Hulk didn't really have merch during her run. I mean, at least Miss Marvel had like merch. I mean, yeah. like, there's some. Like there was some that actually got the merch, but yeah, no, it's just been funny to see that evolution just within Walt Disney World, which they really have to tiptoe around using Marvel because of right. the universal deal. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So uh, yeah, it's definitely it, that relationship's really on display when you look at merchandising. Oh, and yeah. I think it really confuses people though, too. Like, why can we have this, but we can't have this and Disney doesn't talk about it. Um but yeah. Oh yeah. When I'm at Disney Springs and I see like the X-Men character paintings and X-Men merch and, you know, you see all this like Black Panther Wakanda forever merch and you're just like, okay, this is all nice, but it's like, so why can't we use this somewhere? Right. You know, you're just kind of like, yeah, that's, that that's one that will always be a head scratcher. But I, I do think within this decade, this is my bold take. I think within this decade, they're going to get a deal done or they're going to make an amendment to the original universal deal because i feel like uh josh diamaro and like bob Iger, they want marvel and walt disney world and i just have a feeling they're gonna find find more ways to like get in in there because it's just too valuable not to use i completely agree with you i know a lot of people are very pessimistic like this yeah. is the way it is i I think the same as you. I think something has got to give here soon. It would not surprise me if they've already been talking and trying to figure out something. But, um, but yeah, I feel like Cosmic Rewind has done so well at Disney World. You know Disney wants to have more Marvel. And um, and yeah, there's just so many, there's even more opportunities for like Marvel lands and attractions at Disney World than Disneyland. And I would think Imagineering is like begging for it too. And um and these are these are brands and characters that are going to stand the test of time. And why well, I, I kind of I, I hope that some of the vagueness Disney's have with their plans for Disney World may be because some things are in the works. I may be too optimistic in thinking that, but it, you know, I, I hope that's the case. I think there has to be something in the works. I mean, with Marvel or obviously they have bigger plans for the resort in general, but I just have to feel like there has to be something in the pipeline here because I feel like Hollywood Studios could use a Marvel attraction. Epcot could use another one. I mean, there's a lot of opportunity there, and I think it would be just really cool if they could find find a way around it. I agree. I agree. I know when I was just there, I had walking around, it's like, oh, this would be a great spot for so-and-so attraction or for this character. Like, um, 
at Avengers Campus, Rogers the Musical coming up. Wouldn't that work great at Hollywood Studios with the 1940s theme? I mean, they're, oh, and they already play sure. the song do. in the background loop. And so, yeah, it drives me crazy because there's so many things they could do. I agree. I think Hollywood Studios would be prime for it. But you bringing up Rogers of the Musical provided a great segue here because I want to talk about that. Because that's another one where everyone was very pessimistic and said, no, they're not doing Rogers the Musical. They can't be. They're not doing Rogers the Musical. They're going to do Hercules, which maybe they'll do Hercules later on. But everyone was so against that, or at least some people I was like reading about were so against it. And then they announced it. Rogers the Musical's coming. And do you have plans to go see that? I have been trying to work something out. Right now, it looks like... I may have to wait longer than I'd like. Yeah. Um, I definitely want it. I mean, I know it's a limited time run that may determine my plans. We'll see. But I, I definitely want to make it out to see it. I think from the description alone, like Nick Fury is going to sing. I mean, oh, I, we have man. to see that. You know, it's going to it's going to be amazing. And uh, and, you know, Avengers Campus is going to go all out for that, like with merchandise and some food, I would think. So. Uh, so, yeah, I I want to get there. Well, I almost think that Rogers the Musical is kind of like the tipping point for Avengers Campus expansion, in my opinion, because I think the rest of Hollywood land, at least when I went to Avengers Campus, was pretty isolated. It was kind of deserted. People were only going over there to take pictures with the WandaVision billboards and Miss Minutes. And I just kind of like was thinking in my head outside of Monsters, Inc., and you already have the Avengers Campus big store over there. I was like, why aren't they just kind of, you know, why don't they just kind of steal this land for Avengers Campus at this rate? You know, I think that could be part of future expansion. Do you think that could work? I totally think that could work. And I hope that's what's happening because you're right. Yeah, Hollywood land has been like a ghost town for years. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of, they just stick things in there all the time. And, um, and yeah, it would be so easy to, um, extend. I mean, Rogers Musical is already like the fringe Avengers Campus. It's already going to bump out those borders a little bit. Why not? And uh, and you know, space is so valuable over there. Why not use that space? It's not being really used for much else. Um, I know people are fans of the Monsters Inc. ride, and it's great. Mm -hmm. It's a great little dark ride. But I do feel like the real estate could be used in a better way. And um, yeah, I hope that's what the plan is. Me too. I think that would be a really cool idea just to expand it more because I think Avengers Campus could use more attractions or just more entertainment. I think they have a lot of potential there to just really expand it out because it's already done such a good job with the limited space because they have constantly just brought in new characters and really embraced just like how fast things change there. So just imagine that with just more land. Agreed. Yeah. I don't know how they're not thinking about it, put it that way. 100%. And are you going to Destination D23 this September at Walt That's Disney my goal. That's my goal. I haven't finalized my plans just yet, but I am aiming on being there. That's the event where I'm sincerely hoping that Josh D'Amaro kind of gives us updates on the Avengers Multiverse Attraction, Avengers Campus, other Disney attraction updates might not, but I'm kind of hoping that that to me, that feels like the right event to kind of be like, 
hey, this is our plan, you know, and then they can just tease more at the next actual D23. But I feel like they should at least give the Florida audience some, some, you know, some tease, some, you know, some hope, exactly. you know. Yeah, I completely agree. And uh, I know kind of the reception to D23's announcements last year were a little lackluster because they were kind of, you know, kind of a, a little ambiguous. Um, so I would think they need to give at least something uh, con more concrete this time around because having two D23s with not a whole lot of detail, I don't think that would go over very well. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm fully expecting something at, in September. Me too. And I, I think they're just like in such a weird like spot where it's like, it seems like they like doing the whole blue sky. Don't like, we might be doing this. We might not be doing this. I think they like doing that because then they can't get any feedback of like, oh, you scaled something down. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's where they have that advantage where it's like, true. well, well we, we, we said we were doing Encanto in the Magic Kingdom, but well, we're not, you know, it could right. be as easy as that. But no, I, I think with Marvel and this like Marvel theme park universe with how it's all connected, there's just so much potential here that I just really hope they give us updates on like the future of it in general, because I just think it's done such a great job. Same here. Same here. Yeah. I think we're going to get it. Me too. And Paris, I think Paris is uh, another one that shows that obviously they're pouring a lot of money into Disneyland Paris. They're going to do more expansions over there. And Avengers Campus was one of their first like kind of the resorts kind of getting reimagined in a way. And that's the resort that has the rethemed rock and roller coaster with Captain Marvel and Iron Man. And that queue has so many Easter eggs regarding all other Marvel theme park universe experiences, like all connected moments. And we'll get into some of those like later, but this one also features Easter eggs to things we haven't seen in the Marvel theme park universe yet. Like this attraction features a reference to Deadpool features. a reference Shocked me when I saw that shocked me. Uh, right. <laughs> I you know that. I think seeing Deadpool and then seeing the TVA, I went, whoa, this could get really, this could get some, this could get interesting, essentially. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I have not made it to Disneyland Paris yet. It is like the top of my bucket list, but I love what I've seen them do with Avengers Campus this past year. They're always doing something. They seem very committed to keep investing um, in that land. And uh, but yeah, the I love what I have heard and seen of the queue for that ride more than the ride itself. Uh, but yeah, the the TVA one really got my attention because Loki has been so successful um, as a Disney Plus series. We're getting season two, and it really is kind of like the foundation of this multiverse saga we're in. I don't know how in future theme park plans we don't get more tva kind of references or experiences i think i think that'll be really interesting a hundred percent i think that will be something that comes up because i think the tva could be a really fun property to use in any of these multiverse attractions and i haven't been out to paris either but 
obviously on the bucket list. I think another thing that their Avengers campus does better than ours is that drone show. That drone show yes. looks amazing. Incredible. Incredible. And then you haven't been out to Hong Kong, right? Have you been to? I have not. Yeah. No. I kind of I kind of figured, but I'm like, I need to still ask. Need to like <laughs> just kind of. But that one has like the Ant-Man and the Wasp attraction that is similar to like Buzz Lightyear. And then you also have the Iron Man experience, which I've nicknamed Stark Tours because that's basically <laughs> what it what it is. You're right. It absolutely is. And what were your thoughts on those? Because those both have like interesting storylines as well. Like the Man and the Wasp one is another example of how they used the Marvel theme park universe to just like tell a completely different story. Yeah, I was uh, surprised they did an Ant-Man attraction, like of all the yeah. characters and properties out there. But may I, I have never looked into it. I'm not sure how the Ant-Man films did over there. Maybe they did better than maybe they do here at the U.S., um, but yeah, I was surprised they built an attraction around that. Um, but considering how many Ant-Man things are like on the cruise ships or in Avengers Campus, I kind of like that it all connects. Uh, I can see the story they kind of laid out there. So I was impressed by that. And uh, I totally agree with your description of uh, the Iron Man thing. It is <laughs> like, it is just like Star Wars, <laughs> but, uh, but with Iron Man. And with Ant-Man and the Wasp, I, back in December, I went on the Disney Wish, and basically, I got to experience Avengers Quantum Encounter, which, to me, it's basically like a mini Avengers film. And, 100%. And I think it's one of the best things they've done within this Marvel theme park universe, just from the standpoint of, you got Ant-Man wasp captain marvel miss marvel and captain america like all together in like one one storyline one um experience and i just remember like watching it and stuff and i was like this 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 rocks this rocks you have ultron too i was like this this is incredible and i'm almost like oh i wonder what the next one will do for the disney treasure i mean because i'm just assuming they're yeah. gonna do another one yeah, I'm a huge fan of that. Um, I was fortunate to get to preview it with uh, during the media previews. Oh, wow. And um, I was absolutely blown away. Um, I feel like Marvel fans have been craving kind of like a little Avengers team up. And I feel like this gave it to me and gave it to me with new characters, like including yeah, including Miss Marvel, who her show was still going on when she was included in the cruise show, which I thought was so cool. Um, and, and yeah, I, I love it. I love uh, the writing feels so on point with the Marvel humor, which I feel like is very difficult to do. And um, and yeah, I was actually with some people who are very casual Marvel fans, seen a couple of movies. They're not diehards like I was, and they enjoyed it just as much as I did. I thought that was fantastic, too. Um, so, yeah, I'm ex I hope that they will do uh, another version um, on the treasure. I'm excited to hear what those announcements will hold. I feel like uh, Quantum Encounter has been a big success so far from what I've heard. And um, speaking of which, uh, there's been a slight change to that show, which uh, we're running on the direct here soon. So a little preview of a, a little, um, a new character has joined the team. So you'll be hearing oh. about that pretty soon from our site, so. Oh, awesome. New character. They're still changing it. They're adding things to it all the time. 
to um the quantum encounter yes a new character is joining yes oh i think i hmm i think i know you may have heard you may have heard um I got to do a uh, interview with uh, Imagineer Danny Hankey, okay. who's like the mastermind of yeah. this restaurant, this experience, and um, and so yes, yeah, so we got some cool stuff coming that uh, are, are providing new information on that. So coming to the direct. Yeah, I don't want to even spoil that because obviously I want people who are listening to this to go to the direct, read your stuff, but I I feel like I know what what it might be i think you're tuned in you've probably heard i think it's been around for a little bit but it hasn't got hardly any publicity um and disney i don't think ever made an official announcement about it so uh Hmm. people who are on the cruise ship now are kind of being surprised okay no that is super cool actually so i'm gonna keep my eyes out for when you drop that piece because i love following the disney cruise line and obviously Avengers Quantum Encounter and everything they've been doing with that. Yeah, I love that they're continuing to work on that even while developing new stuff. I think that's a kind of like Avengers Campus. It it really is. I think it's just an extension of it and I think it works. And I think the Disney Treasure, my idea if they did a Marvel experience again, I think they could do Namor if they want it to. I think I that I love that idea. I think that I wrote that in an article about predictions for the Disney treasure on my site. I wrote about it and I was like, Namor. And then you just kind of do different characters and maybe you do um, Black Panther and um, Spider-Man. Like you just kind of change up the crew a bit. And I think you could cause a lot of chaos really. I think with Namor and the visual effects, I think it could be, very fun that would be amazing he's so perfectly on theme but so different than what we've already got with quantum encounter yeah i like that i like that a lot yeah like i'm almost like savannah i'm like at this weird point where i'm like if the disney treasure doesn't have a marvel like dining experience i'm going to be like sad so it's like I'm, too. <laughs> I'm kind of like I'm kind of like looking forward to this. Like, like you're gonna have to ask Danny Hankey if he's like working on the treasure because it's like you know just we need it. We we, we, need, we need it exactly. <laughs> I hope they do. I don't know why they wouldn't, but no, I, I agree with you. If if they if they don't, I'm gonna be kind of bummed. A hundred percent. And I think outside of Avengers: Quantum Encounter. The newest Marvel theme park universe experience is Cosmic Rewind. Yes, I believe so. How many times have you been on Cosmic Rewind? It's gonna it's gonna be embarrassing. Okay. Um, let's see. Well, I was also able to attend the opening uh, media event, and um, we were able to ride it multiple times. I took full advantage of the opportunity. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so quite a few then, and then of course I wrote it recently when I was at Disney World. So probably I want to say like eight to ten times I've oh, probably done it. So yeah, that's not I bad. I love it. I love yeah. it. I've been on a couple of times because I'm annual pass, so I go down every so often, and I try to get on it when I'm down there. What What's your favorite song they've gotten? I think September is my favorite. That's a classic. Yeah, that's yes. the one I usually always get. I think I've only gotten September, Iran, and then the holiday 
remix one. Gotcha. Yeah, I've gotten Iran quite a few times. That's the one I I tend to I tend to get the most. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. I I really love that attraction. I I think, you know, it it was it was worth the wait in my opinion. I agree completely. Yeah. My only thing with Guardians, though, and I, I almost wonder if you agree with me on this or not, but I think this might have been something that, like, was out of the Imagineers' hands, really, was that I thought we were going to get more scenes with the Guardians in the actual attraction. I know we go really fast, and there's a lot of movement. There's a lot, like, going on. But I really thought, because there was such a holdup with Cosmic Rewind that we were going to get more show scenes like within the actual attraction, like more um, filmed scenes. No, I, I agree. I think that was the expectation. And um, I love the audio you hear while you're on the ride. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's pure Guardians humor. But yeah, I agree. I think we all kind of thought we were going to get more of the cast themselves. And um, well, I, well, I love the ride. I do have issues with um, like the screens you see when you're writing it. Um, a lot of it's just space, which is fine. I mean, I get that. Um, but you can see the seam of the screens of the projections. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's and I kind of yeah. like, oh, and it was one of the things that I first noticed when I wrote and I kind of, I kind of hated that. I was like, oh, it's all, it's like so close to being perfect. And um, I would have rather as you said, see more of the guardians, however they could do that, or at least the projections be from floor to ceiling all the way down. I agree with you. I, because I honestly, when people were, when, when this attraction was in development, a lot of people were like likening it to Gringotts, which is at universal with Harry Potter. And I was like, okay, that has quite a bit of, show scenes like as a bit of you know you see harry in the gang and i was like okay you're gonna see the guardian so it's like i think that was the one thing that like threw me off at least when i first wrote it i was like okay this could have had more you know maybe stop right here and you see rocket and yes, all them exactly. and then you kind of you you take like a break and then like you get back right into it i i would have liked that better i think yeah, if you could do like a stop and start kind of situation, it would have made the ride a little bit longer for one. I think it would have added to some of the the chaos, which is kind of what Guardians do anyway. Um, and yeah, we could have got more of the characters themselves. I, I think in comparison to uh, Mission Breakout, you definitely get less of the Guardians. Yes. And I think that's what pe if people who have been on both, that's what they kind of come away with of like, yes, Cosmic Rewind's a really fun ride but you get less of the characters than you would over at uh, Disneyland. And because you're a Cosmic Rewind fan, I just have to ask this. What character from Volume 3 and what song from Volume 3 would you add to this attraction, even if it was like a limited time overlay? That's a great question. So I think song is an easy one would have to be Florence and Machine, Dog Days are over. I mean, okay, okay. how do you not, you know, um, character, let's see. I would go Nebula. Oh yeah, that's a good choice. I I loved Nebula's arc throughout the all, all the Guardians movies. And I thought she was hilarious in volume three. And I think her humor, like in talking to park guest would be amazing. Oh, for sure. She she was one of the uh, silent MVPs, I would say, 
a volume three just like just what a performance yes i would have picked rainbow since you've been gone it was used in the trailers yeah. a lot you know i think that one would have just been kind of a classic you know i mean there's so many on that album that they could do in one of my friends phil on twitter actually did like a cosmic rewind cut where he took the cosmic rewind ride but he overlaid almost mashup of the volume three songs so it's like you have dogs days are over no sleep till brooklyn like in when i'm watching the point of view but with his like music mashup on twitter i'm like man this would be great i'll have to check that out that sounds amazing yeah. i was like this would be crazy i hope they do something like that they can do a little update or an overlay as time goes by i think so too i just think these attractions really lend themselves to be updated I mean, I know Marvel's constantly changing, so you can't always update things. So it's like you have to keep some things probably, I don't want to say like out of date, but like some things just have to remain where they are. But I, I would like some more updates across like all of these just because it would be just cool. I think it would just add to the experience. Agreed. Agreed. And also thinking too, since we've kind of seen the end of Guardians for a while, adding an update would be great to kind of keep those characters fresh as the MCU moves forward. Oh, for sure. With all that, we're, we're kind of coming towards the end of this deep dive into the Marvel theme park universe, all the Marvel attractions and experiences at the Disney parks. But I think before we end this, I have like two more questions for you and they're tough. So, you know, this might, might take us a while to like unpack but here they are. If you could add a Marvel attraction to Walt Disney World, what would it be? And then what's a Marvel experience that like Disney hasn't done yet, but they should? Like, you know, they have all these parks and cruise lines and opportunities, but they haven't done certain things yet. Ooh, those are good questions. So second question, Marvel experience. Like, are you referring to like a format, like a restaurant or? Yeah, I would say what I'm referring to there is like, it can be an attraction, restaurant, cruise experience, a stand, gotcha. merchandise. I'm going to go with that one first, because yeah. what came to mind um, for an experience, I wish that Epcot for one of the many festivals would do like Marvel themed booths at the festival. Oh, okay. I love the theme food at Avengers Campus and they keep changing things all the time. And we already have like the Xandar Pavilion. Why not in that area have like a Xandarian booth where you sample food from there? Cause you're supposed to treat this as an actual place, you know? Um, and they could expand that, which I don't know how to, again, the universal contract may mess with this. I don't really know. Um, but like you could have a booth for Wakanda, you know, you could, you could really do some cool stuff with that. And I think fans would love it. I mean, who doesn't love the food festivals at Epcot? Why not add some Marvel to it? You know, I think that would be really successful. Um, that would be my answer for experience. For the first question. At Walt Disney World, if the contract didn't exist, I would love something with Wakanda. 
Um, okay. I feel like it could fit at Animal Kingdom. I think it could fit at Epcot, which doesn't, it kind of has that semi-Africa pavilion that they've never really done anything with. And, you know, Disney's about like, you know, tech and culture and inspiration. I feel like Wakanda represents that in the MCU. Um, you could have some really cool, like techie interactive stuff going on. Um, you could have a ride with that. You could have Shuri's lab. I mean, there's so many different things you could do with that. And I could I could see that easily at either Animal Kingdom or at Epcot, I think. Oh, that's awesome. I like both of your choices. Both are great. And I I think what I would do is you remember the pizza balls from Multiverse of Madness? Yes. I think that should have been a stand in Avengers Campus. I agree. I'm surprised they didn't yeah. do that. That would not be that hard, I wouldn't think. I, I think pizza balls in Avengers Campus and then cake toast out front of Cosmic Rewind would be 100% two. 100% agree. How yeah. have they not done that yet? You know? Yeah, those are two just, I think, layups. I mean, those would be easy. I love your Wakanda idea. I just think the Wakanda at Walt Disney World, I feel like that would be one of their big lands like that they could do. Even at California Adventure or as part of Disneyland Forward, maybe they could do something with Wakanda. But I mean, yeah, the Marvel Universe just keeps growing. I I would almost be interested in a Doctor Strange attraction too. I I would be interested in that. I would be like interested in maybe like a dark ride, a dark ride with Marvel characters, but it's like more traditional. If that makes sense, like I think that would Absolutely. be kind of would be kind of fun, like. Uh, Miss Minutes narrated like TVA style, like a Marvel spaceship Earth, basically, where you go through like Marvel history, but with like Miss Minutes in the TVA, and then like halfway through, like Doctor Strange has to save you or something. I, I don't know. Like, I'm I like that. Yes. But yes. Like, I can totally see it. But like, yeah, I just think they have so much potential there where I would just love. I would just love to see more. They could literally do a whole park. They could. And I think that's one thing that I don't know if we discussed that enough, that it's easy to come up with a Marvel theme park. Yeah. It's not like one movie, one small property. I mean, it's it's really is a ever-expanding, already massive franchise with different locations and themes. And uh, yeah, yeah. It's unlike anything else, so you could build a theme park around it. For sure. Where can everyone who's listening to this follow you online and follow your writing at? Um, I'm on Twitter primarily um, at Disney Park Savvy. And um, also uh, my work over at The Direct. I cover all the movies coming out, but I also try to get as many kind of theme park um, Marvel Star Wars articles in there whenever I can. Fantastic. Well, I can't thank you enough for coming on this podcast and doing a deep dive into the Marvel theme park universe. I almost feel like we're going to have to do another one of these because it's just consistently expanding. And I feel like we're going to know so much more by the end of the year as well. Agreed. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me on. This was a blast to talk to somebody who loves these movies, but also these theme park experiences as much as I do. I'd, be, I'd love to come on again to talk with you some more. Awesome. We'll, we'll have to make it happen. 
and we have more episodes on the way so follow and subscribe so you don't miss an episode our weekly disney plus series after shows will return soon with scroll season a secret invasion after show podcast we will also be covering loki the marvels and whatever else marvel studios throws at us in 2023 on top of even more bonus episodes which will include previews rankings drafts deep dives and more for more marvel content head over to boardwalktimes.net or follow us on twitter instagram and facebook at boardwalk times and if you're listening to us on apple podcasts please subscribe and leave us a five-star review